Royman's Product Management Podcast. Five tips for stocking the product backlog. The product backlog is a simple yet powerful tool to capture tactical product decisions and direct the work of the development team. But to take full advantage of it, it's important to set it up in the right way. In this podcast episode, I'll offer five tips to help you successfully stock the product backlog and get it ready to develop the product. And my first tip is to choose a product goal. Now, a product goal describes a specific and measurable outcome a product should create. And I typically suggest limiting it to the next two to three months. Sample goals are acquiring users, increasing conversion, generating revenue, and future-proving the product by reducing technical debt. Using product goals gives you the following four benefits. First, it helps you describe the specific value a product will create in the coming months. Product goals align stakeholders and development teams. That was the second benefit. The third one is they focus the product backlog and make it easier to manage and update it. And finally, using product goals provides the context for choosing the right sprint goals. And a sprint goal then becomes a step towards meeting the next product goal. If you use a goal-oriented outcome-based product roadmap like my Go product roadmap, then you can simply choose the next goal on the plan as your product goal. If that's not the case, then determine the outcome the product should achieve in the next few months, preferably together with the key stakeholders and development team members. To do this, ask yourself why it is worthwhile to progress the product and spend time, money and energy on it. What is the specific problem you want to address or the particular benefit you'd like to achieve in the next few months? If you have a validated product strategy in place, you can use its value proposition and business goals to find the right product goal. Alternatively, use your KPIs to identify improvement opportunities. Then choose the most important one as the product goal, as I describe in more detail in my book, Strategize. My second tip is to clear out the product backlog. Once you've identified a product goal, add it to the product backlog. Then remove all items that are not required to meet the goal. Delete or archive them. Okay, let me repeat this. Remove all items that are not required to meet the product goal and erase or archive them. This might result in an empty product backlog that only contains the product goal, and that's okay. Now, this advice might sound drastic, but it ensures that your product backlog is focused and concise. Now, I've come across many huge product backlogs in my work, uh, some of which contain several thousand items. And all these backlogs suffered from a common issue. They were not focused and it was not clear which specific value the backlog should help create. And uh, focusing your product backlog on a single goal makes it comparatively easy to prioritize and update. This is especially helpful for products that experience a significant amount of uncertainty, risk and change. And that includes new and young products as their backlogs tend to be volatile and they tend to frequently change. Tip number three, determine the items necessary to meet the product goal. 
After clearing out the product backlog, consider which product capabilities have to be created or enhanced to meet the product goal you've selected. Say that your goal is to increase conversion by 5-10% to over the next 3 months. Then ask yourself how you will achieve this outcome. How will the product have to change to meet the goal? Now, if you work with my Goi product roadmap, then start by copying the features that are associated with the goal into the backlog. And additionally, answer the following four questions to discover the right backlog items. First, does the user experience have to be adapted? Second, do you have to add or change any functionality? Third, do you have to meet new or enhanced non-functional requirements, including any compliance standards? And fourth, are bug fixes and architecture refactoring work required to address the product goal? Keep the items you've identified coarse-grained and sketchy, at least for now. For example, use epics to capture the items, but don't write any detailed user stories. What's more, the product backlog does not have to be complete at this stage, and I'd argue it shouldn't be at this point in time. Remember, that the backlog will evolve based on the feedback and data you gather by demoing and releasing early product increments to users and stakeholders. You'll consequently add new items and you'll remove or change and refine existing ones. My fourth tip is get the product backlog ready. Once you've captured the work required to meet the product goal, prioritize the backlog I recommend using risk as the main prioritization factor at this stage. This allows you to quickly address assumptions and rapidly acquire the relevant knowledge. Risks may be related to the users, technology, business model, and compliance requirements. Here are four sample risks. Uh, users might not be willing to register before using the app. The machine learning framework might not scale. The price charged might be too high. And finally, a standard like GDPR or HIPAA might not be fully met. And once you've prioritized the product backlog, refine the high priority items so that they are ready to start the development effort. The items should be clear, feasible, and testable. This involves breaking out smaller items from the larger ones, for example, deriving user stories from epics and adding acceptance criteria to the stories. You should now have a prioritized backlog with just enough high-priority detailed items that can be worked on in the upcoming sprint. When carrying out this work, avoid two common mistakes. First, do not derive too many detailed items. Only create as many as the development team is likely to consume in the next sprint. This will result in an appropriately detailed and concise backlog that can be easily changed as you learn more about how to best address the user needs. Second, do ensure that there are enough ready high-priority items to drive the work of the team in the upcoming sprint. Otherwise, it will be difficult, if not impossible, for the team to make a realistic forecast or commitment. And tip number five, my last tip, make stocking the product backlog a team effort. When you stock the product backlog, don't do the work on your own as the person in charge of the product. Instead, involve the key stakeholders and development team members in setting the product goal. And additionally, 
ask the development team to help you discover, prioritize, and refine the backlog items, preferably in the form of a collaborative workshop. This approach offers you the following three benefits. First, you leverage the collective knowledge of the group. This maximizes the chances of choosing the right product goal and identifying the right product backlog items. Second, you create clarity. Stakeholders and team members have a clear and shared understanding of the goal. Additionally, the development team understands the product backlog items, despite them being sketchy and coarse-grained at this stage. And the reason for that is that the members have helped you identify and capture them. Third, you'll secure strong buy-in. Inviting people to help set the product goal and determine the right backlog items increases the chances that the individuals are aligned, that they support the goal, and that they move towards it together. If you follow my advice and employ a collaborative workshop, then ask your Scrum Master to run it. This frees you from having to facilitate and it allows you to actively shape the product goal and product backlog. At the same time, it ensures that everybody is heard and nobody dominates. And for more advice on collaborative decision-making and collaborating with stakeholders and development teams, please listen to my podcast episode, Making Effective Product Decisions. I hope you found my tips helpful. You can learn more about successfully working with product goals and the product backlog by attending my product owner training course, which is also available online and by reading the second edition of my book, Strategize. Thank you for listening. 